It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello, the Go Birds podcast presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. The Parks Picks Pod. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer coming your way. Yoey, what up, buddy? So I don't know if I've ever told you this about myself. Oh, but it's a good, a good lead-in right there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I never, almost never leave the house without showering. Like if I'm going anywhere at all, right, <laughs> really? I, I take a shower. Like right before you go? I like to, I like, yeah, I like to feel what? nice and really? clean and confident. I'm excited. Yeah. That's, so That is weird. Here's why this ties in. This morning, <laughs> this morning, I'm looking at the Parks website, as I normally do, debating Masters, which we can get into if you want. But And I see that they have the NFL over-under win totals updated on their website, ready to go. And so I say, "Let James, let's talk about it on the pod. I took a shower prior to the pod, did my hair, <laughs> no, and got didn't. dressed no, just to no, feel good and confident no, ready for this didn't. pod. Because no. I am so excited to talk about the over-unders for these teams. Just, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. You're the best. I'm, you I was, should, I'm that excited. You might be the first I, person I ever to shower for a non-video podcast. It's pretty impressive. I even said to myself, we're recording it too. So around 11, I was like, I'm going to shower. I was like, I'll get in the shower around 115, 120. So I've been planning this <laughs> and I'm ready to go. I, just the idea that you shower whenever you leave the house. That is, that's, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot to ask. Well, my schedule is not very cool. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm not leaving the house often, but when I do, <laughs> I shower. All right, so. quickly, we're going to get into uh, uh, love. So excited. I so You texted me, you're like, NFL over-unders are up. I'm like, day made, week made, next few weeks yep. made. We're going to dive into all of them. And we're going to start with the one that matters, the NFCs. But quickly, before we dive into that, uh, you mentioned the Masters. You, you're throwing some shekels on it because you can bet – on the Masters, on the Parks, you know, Sportsbook app, bet on who's going to win, daily totals, all that type of stuff. Um, you place any? I did. Now, I will say I've never bet on golf before. So, <laughs> so I don't. Caveat. 
caveat yeah, for anyone I don't listening. know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I basically, I mean, look, I'm excited. I've heard that it's very fun to gamble on because you can update your bet really, I think, each day or throughout the whole tournament, which is kind of like live betting, but somewhat different because there's a reset. Um, yeah, so I just picked three names I knew. Uh, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, and Dustin Johnson. Um, let me see what I got. I got Brooks Kepka at plus 2,700. That feels like a good one. Um, Jordan Spieth plus 1,100. <laughs> that feels like a good one, sure. Yeah, Dustin Johnson plus nine hundred. The interesting thing is they're all long favorites. Well, like cut. all the odds. Were super oh well, long. that's the point. That's the point because like it's golf. You know, there's no one coming in with like that is a major favorite. It makes sense. Like it is. You're betting on long shots no matter who you're picking to win, and very likely one of those three won't win. If I were going to bet on anyone, I would have bet on Spieth. I like that bet. Um, Kepka coming off an injury. I think it was like a month ago he had surgery. So I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Well, apparently he's. I saw. An, yeah, he's doing all, fine. Apparently, they, yeah. It's wild that they don't show it live on TV. Like, what year is this? Like, just play the whole thing live on TV, right? But apparently he's doing well through the beginning phases. So I'm a big narrative guy, as you know, if people have listened to this pod. I could see a narrative of like, wow, I can't believe he won this, you know, one month after whatever. So I think that's a good bet, too. I like that. We're, we're narrative people. All right, so you can bet yeah. on the Masters, on the Park Casino Sportsbook app, anything and everything. We'll dive more into what else you could do there in a bit, but... Um, all right, quickly, we're going to dive into these over-unders. Qu- quick, quick synopsis. Uh, Jordan Howard, who cares? That's our official take on Jordan Howard. I'm assuming you agree with that official take? We're good with that, the official take? Yeah, I okay. don't care. He'll be good. a training camp body. Uh, yeah, we don't know. Exactly. Okay, but Eric Wilson, uh, I'll play. What do you think of the Eric Wilson side? I like it. I like it a lot. I had him on a list of guys I thought the Eagles should target when free agency opened. Um, look, if you look at where the Eagles are at right now, and we'll certainly get into the debate on this pod, really, on like how good they could be next year. But regardless of what you think they could be next year, where they should be in free agency is adding guys with upside that they can get for cheap. Uh, similar to Anthony Harris, Eric Wilson's three years younger and far less established. But Eric Wilson last year, first year as a starter, had a monster year. I think he was third in the NFL in tackles, like 122 tackles, had three interceptions, uh, three sacks, I think. So he had a monster year. And then you get him for one year deal, three and a half million dollars, only 26 years old. Now the team's history of one year linebacker deals is not good, as we've seen. Like every year they sign a linebacker for one year and he always ends up being a bust. So I'll take that caveat, but I think he's the best one that they've signed. And look, again, not a lot of money, ton of upside, young, position of need. I I don't see, there's nothing not to like about it. I think it's a great move. Yeah, I think it's a fine move. Uh, look, he's an undrafted guy who wasn't a starter until last year. Injury forced him into being a starter, and he absolutely produced. I, I think the flaw with it, and you mentioned it with the idea of, like, it's a one-year contract. So if you're signing someone with upside, you're signing him to a one-year deal. Like, what's really the point of that? You know what I mean? Like, at least do two, and maybe you get an, a well, year. Well, I'm sure he wanted. I, I'm one. sure. I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to say, like, wow, what a signing, because it's, like, it's fine. You know, it's a fine signing for this year. I think he looks like a, a nice player, but, you know, it's a one-year, $3 million deal. It's like, whatever. I think it's a fine signing. I'm not going to go with great signing, but I think it's a fine signing. Um, well, and- the— the, quickly, where I will say to be more along your view of it is, again, like, I think when it comes to Howie's track record, like, the one-year free agency signings in 2017 worked out. But outside of that, he's had a lot of trouble finding value free agency signings. Yeah, will no. Park last year, uh, Jatavius Brown, I think his name was, or maybe he's Jarvis Brown. Jamon. Uh, he retired. So, oh, yeah, yeah, Jatavius know. Brown retired. Yes, they retired Jamon right. Brown. I was like, that was a, yeah. Yeah, that was another bad one. So I think that you certainly go into it with a level of skepticism. Again, I think this guy is probably the best linebacker they've signed in a while, but only one year. And yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I would give it an A. 
I mean, I, I don't see why it would be anything much lower than that unless you're just basically well, it's like a, it's like a BB plus. It's a fine signing. Like he's not. He's a, he's a, I mean, he was he was a starter for one year. He's an undrafted guy. It's not like this guy's a stud. It's not like you're saying, whoa, yeah, middle linebacker of the year. future. Right. It's fine. Like, how is that an A? Like, I think it's like a BB plus. Like, it's a fine signing, yeah. right? Well, you're, you're an easier grader than I am. The signing, my guess is you're not going to agree with my overall well, take on I, the Eagles. I wasn't. Up, all, forget the Eric Wilson signing. I wasn't going to do it. Right? They could have signed whoever. Uh, right. Not even a good free agent out there. Um, all right. Well, let's dive into it as, again, all the NFL over-unders are on the Parks Casino Sportsbook now. You can bet on them. And and as Elliot and I, we went through this last year. And and if you go back and look to what we did last year and what we said, you could have made a lot of money because Elliot Short mm-hmm. Parks told you that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to win the Super Bowl on these mm. pods that we are doing right now. And they were like, plus whatever. I can't remember off the top of my head, but guess what? It was a hell of a lot more than what they were at the end of the season. Yes. So you can yes. find early value with this stuff. So so this is important stuff. All right. We'll set the table, and then we'll go one by one, Elliot, uh, just to, to give off the top so people have a understanding of where the over-unders are at. The Eagles have the lowest over-under. The, and remember, 17 games. Uh, Eagles have the lowest over under at six and a half. The Giants are next at seven. Washington after that at eight. And then Cowboys at nine and a half with the highest over under in the division. How should we do it? Should we go top to bottom or bottom to top? Save the Eagles for last um, or do the Eagles first? Save save the Eagles for I last. Think so I think so too. The, the, one, the one interesting note I would make, and maybe we could do this team by team, is so the over under for the Eagles is six and a half. But if you bet the over, it's 134. If you bet the under, it's plus 110. So it kind of gives you a read on where they think it's more likely to go. Yeah, that, that actually is interesting. So that they're expecting more people to bet the over there is what they're saying. So that Or more people Correct. are betting the over is a better way to put it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, that is interesting. And we'll give those as we go. So let's start with Dallas. Dallas, to your point. So Dallas, 9.5. But to the point you just made, it looks like more people are betting the under. The under is minus 134. The over is plus 110. So the over is the the long shot of the two, as it were. Uh, what do you think the cowboy about the Cowboys at nine and a half, Elliot? Yeah, so I spent a lot of time this morning doing research on all these teams and how they've kind of fared with over-unders in the past. So I look at the past 10 years of each team. And one thing that stuck out to me with the Cowboys is, you know, they have that narrative of they're always hyped up in the, in the uh, offseason and they very rarely meet it. That backs it up. Like this, their record against the against the over under spread backs it up. If you look over the, over the past ten years, they've never had an over under under eight and a half. Like that's pretty wild, wild man. The, when you look at the other teams in the division, they're they're very often you know in the sixes stuff like that. So the Cowboys have never had an over under over the last ten years under eight and a half. When it's been that though, they're three and seven in terms of hitting the over. So they very rarely hit this over. Um, I think nine and a half is way too high for the Cowboys. I like them. I think, and again, it is 17 games, so you have to readjust your mindset a little bit. I, again, I like the Cowboys, but even when they had Dak last year playing at a high level, they weren't that great. Um, Mike McCarthy, we've, I said I was big on him last year. I was wrong. I'm not completely giving up on him, but clearly I don't think he's an advantage like I thought he was last year. The division's bad. That helps them. But their schedule is tough. I mean, you look at who they play, and, you know, obviously the division, they play the same games. But Kansas City, Chargers, Vikings, Saints, uh, Tampa Bay, Patriots, um, 
let me see, they go at Denver, at Carolina. Like, they don't have an easy schedule. So I think nine and a half is, is way too high for them. I, I think like seven and a half would be like a number I would I would have trouble like deciding on. Well, so, so I would definitely. All right. So hold up, hold up, hold up. No, because yeah, and we'll get to your best bet and all that. I think everyone knows they've listened to you. We know where you're going with the best bet in the division. But but in terms of predicting the division winner, you still think Dallas will win the division, right? Like if you had to pick a team to win the division officially, forgetting the odds and stuff, you still think Dallas wins the division, right? So if I had to pick one, and just being completely honest, I wouldn't feel confident picking a winner right now. Like I think these teams are all very even. So what you're saying is, but you if expe- I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Dallas. So you expect that there to be a, a under 500 division winner again? Is, is the takeaway there Close because? To it. Close to it, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're saying seven and a half, I mean, that's under. I mean, you that'd be a problem, right? Because they have to go nine wins to be a 500 team. It's nine and eight is a 500 team. So, unless you would right. have them over eight and a half, and you think they win the division, then you're saying you think the division will be won. I mean, based on the numbers, won by a sub 500 record again. You think the division's that bad again? I, yeah, I I do not think the division is good. So I I like I get what you're saying, but just oh like. Overall, though, I think that the division winner is going to be around 500, like nine and eight. I guess I can't figure out what the alternate of that Seven, would be. Nine but, and eight, eight and nine. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, but I, I agree with the 17 schedule game schedule. It is weird, but I think that the winner of this division is going to be a game above or a game below 500. Okay, that's interesting. I, I I generally lean there too. Uh, to me, I think eight and a half. I probably I think the Cowboys. Feel like a nine or ten win team, so they're either right over or right under on this. I think they win the division with a record like that. If I had to bet on it, um, so this one's close for me. I would probably I, this is a stay away bet for me. Uh, I would probably wait and see how Dak's looking. If Dak looks totally healthy, totally ready to go, I might consider the over here because I do think they win the division. But I get your point. I, I do think it seems a little high, and if you look at history, their their over under is high. Um, so I think it's look, it's weird. The 17 thing is already throwing me off because nine and a half does it feel really high. Does. Yeah. But then we're saying, all right, so nine and eight. Like that that's that's the point. So it is kind of a it's a weird one, especially with this division. Like, and we'll get to like when we after we go through each one, we'll talk about how we think the division plays out and all that type of stuff. But um yeah, I think nine and a half, I would again, if I had to bet it today, right now, I'd probably take the under. But I don't feel nearly as good about it as you do is where I'm at. And the under is the favorite right now. The under is minus 134, over is plus 110. And over the last 10 years, when their over-under has been 9.5 or greater, they're 0-3. So you know what? So, as, we're, like, as we're doing this, like I really, I actually don't think Dallas wins the division. I think Washington's the best team in this division. As we talk this out, and we're going to get to their over-under next, but I'm just, in my gut, as I'm doing this, I feel like I want. I feel like Washington's going to win the division. Well, so that's what I was going to ask you. Like, why are you so high on the? I'm Cowboys? not. I'm not. As I'm saying, it was almost yeah. like a just like, oh, Dak, he'll be back. Yeah, it's just Dak. That's yeah. it. But even that is a no. Question that's what mark. I'm and realizing. Yeah. That's what I'm realizing as I'm saying it. I'm looking at these two over unders, and so so let's pivot to Washington because Washington is eight, and I absolutely love the over. I love it. I, I think they're better than eight. And and if I'm going to say that, and I say Dallas is probably a nine win team. Then I, f- I feel better about Washington. I think Washington goes 10 and 7. I think wa- I'm, I'm making my call right now. And again, things can change. But right now, I think Washington goes 10 and 7 and wins the division. And if any team is going to go 11 and 6, I think it's Washington. I think they're the best team in the division, Elliot. 
So I went through their schedule this morning, and granted, we don't have them in order. We just know their opponents, so that could change things. But I had them at nine and eight after going through my uh, going through my schedule. So I would, I would like I would pick the over. I wouldn't bet the over. I just don't. I don't trust that organization. Like I don't trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't trust them. Where I can sit here and say they're going to be a good team. Like I just I don't. I don't, I can't put my money on it. So I agree with you that I think Washington right now is the best roster in the division. I think they probably also have the, actually definitely have the best head coach. I'm just very concerned about the quarterback and the track record of this organization just not being very good. Like I, I just don't trust them to, to meet the expectations. So while I agree with you that they would be my pick, and when I went through and picked each game for all four teams, I came out with them at nine and eight. I'm just I wouldn't put my money on it. I'd pick the over, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Yeah, I would bet on this. I would I, I you know, again, talking it out and really thinking about Dallas and thinking about the Giants, and we know how I feel about the Eagles. Like, I think they're gonna win more games in this division than not, and I think they're gonna be the best team. And I have a lot more faith in Ryan Fitzpatrick than you do. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's a good NFL quarterback. Like I think I think he's in the 15 to 20 range this season going into the year 20 maybe whatever but like so much better than what they had last year they went seven and nine with Dwayne Haskins starting an important percentage of their games and Alex Smith couldn't move like I I just think they're so much better I think Ron Rivera and I look I think the point you make about oh they're always bad or whatever is absolutely fair I won't argue with that they are a trash organization but I do think that and we talk about this a lot that like there's a head coach and quarterback league, and I do think Ron Rivera has has changed things there. Like I do think that so, he is running a ship that is tight. And it might not be as an organization great, but I think they're heading in the right direction organizationally. I agree. I think adding Ron Rivera is reason to think that they could turn it around and be a good organization for a few years. Like if if Dan Snyder listens to him. But you said it's a quarterback and a head coach league. I, I agree. I think it's when I'm picking these teams, it's the lines, the quarterback and the head coach. Ryan Fitzpatrick, let me throw this stat by you. He started 10 plus games in his career eight times. He's had a winning record in one of them. So, again, this is a better yeah, situation. But he's, than been he's been on been horrible in. I get teams. I get that. Yes, I get that. But it's not like he's on the Chiefs or the, the Packers. I mean, the, the Washington's good. Let's not overrate no, how I know. good the roster I, is. They, look, this all comes down to I like Ryan Fitzpatrick like significantly more than you. That's yeah, really what this comes more, down yeah. to. I I think he's a really good quarterback. Like I think I think they're gonna win more games because Ryan Fitzpatrick is their quarterback. That's how I feel. And I think he's somebody that when he has to play an extended amount of time, his flaws really show up. Well, so we're gonna find out. Uh, we're we're kind of on the same page. I mean, you you like the over. I'm, I would pick it. You you just have them at ten wins, and I have them at like eight or nine. Yeah. That's really the, the only difference. Yeah, and but. I would I would bet the over for again. Like we'll get to we we'll get to what your favorite bet on this board is. Washington to win the division is my favorite. Washington over and Washington to win the division. Like I think those are the two best bets on the board. That's how I feel about Washington. Yeah, well, Washington isn't the favorite to win the division. So if you think they're going to win it, I like I like that bet for you. I think they're plus three fifty, maybe something like that. That's so a good that's bet. still pretty good odds. Yeah, it's yeah. a good bet, and I I definitely love the over. All right, two more teams left. One of them pretty important, and like we mentioned, you can bet on every single one of these lines on the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Elliot and I, you know, you've heard us. We've told you how much fun we have using this app. How much more fun it is to watch the games. How you can do everything on the app, whether it's pro basketball, baseball futures as we're talking about right now live in-game betting speaking of live in-game betting we talked about the golf tournament this weekend the biggest one of them all you can bet in-game live betting for that and of course you can bet on individual performances from each of the golfers 
big, big week down down there, and you can take advantage of this. Elliot has join Elliot. Elliot is a basically a golf expert well, when it comes to betting. I'm tr- I'm trying to take advantage of it. We <laughs> shall see. I have faith what in happens. you. I, I think I, I will think... say I've checked I've checked the scoreboard multiple times today already. I don't even know if they're playing. Yeah, I don't even know when these people tee off. Yeah. So like, but it's it's certainly making me follow the tournament. Yeah, and that's fun. And again, that's what I always say. And I know it sounds cliche, but it's not. It's true. It is at least my experience with this. Is I just have so much more fun watching these games, watching this golf, all that stuff when I got a little action on it. Like it just increases the enjoyment that I have. And here's the deal. If you sign up now for new customers only, you sign up, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, a risk-free bet. Risk-free. That is for me. That's for Elliot. That's for you. A $500 risk-free bet. Here's what you need to do. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA news. Our promo code GOBIRDS. That's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA and the promo code GOBIRDS. G-O-B. IRDS to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. Bet with the home team, Pennsylvania's home team sports betting app. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, um, the Giants, Elliot. They're sitting at an over-under of seven. What has your research told you about the Giants and where do you come down? So over the last 10 years, the Giants had an over an over-under of seven seven times ironically enough and they're one five and one like wow. my official stance one my five and stance, one yeah so they very rarely meet it um my official stance on the giants and kids put the earmuffs on but like fuck out of here like I'm, I'm not <laughs> that's my official 2021 stance on the giants like get out of here with the giants like come on you're telling me this team that was not good last year was only good because they was even only competing for a playoff spot because they were in the worst division of all time. I don't like the head coach. Yes, he was a little better than I thought, but I don't like him overall. Daniel Jones has been in the league for two years and is only getting worse. Like This team is not, and 17 games helps, of course, but I do not trust the Giants whatsoever. I just don't. So, uh, look, if it was like eight, I'd feel way better over on the under. Seven is a little low since they won six last year. And, you know, they're, they're going to have 17 games this year to try to top it. But I I would bet the under in this. I just don't trust them. I, I don't I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they're as good as they showed last year. Yeah, I, I so I've been going back and forth on the Giants. And, I, you know, especially because the number is so low. I, I could see the argument for betting the over. And I could see the argument like you just made for betting the under. This is definitely a stay away for me between the two but yeah great yeah but and to the point um it seems like the betting public isn't really sure as it's minus 110 for both sides so there isn't even a you know clear side that people are betting on this one um i i think for me what it comes down to and you mentioned it is on a basic level i think daniel jones stinks like i think yeah. that guy stinks i don't think he's a long-term nfl quarterback i don't think he's special in any way shape or form now they did upgrade the roster. I mean, the Galladay signing, that was one you were stomping for the Eagles to make. Like, that is a good mm-hmm. move. That dude's a good player. They've made some nice moves to, you know, add some talent to the roster. So, And, again, like you said, they won six games last year. So I, I can't just say, oh, that's that's definitely an under, because it might not be, and I could see things rolling their way. But it is compelling, and, and you put the list together, and, and they've really they've only gone over two times in the last ten years. I mean, that's, right. and well, that's wild. And the other thing is, and we... we we disagreed somewhat on Washington on the quarterback spot, but one of the reasons we both really like Washington is because they have 
really good offensive line, really good defensive line, really good head coach, right? And then the quarterback we debate on. But when you look at the Giants, last year, as a pass-rushing defensive line, they were 18th in the league, according to Pro Football Focus. As a pass-blocking line, they were the worst in the league, right? So I, I think they have the worst lines in the division on both sides, right? And overall, when you combine the offensive and defense line, I think they have the worst lines in the division. We'll see on Nick Sirianni, but like, you could convince me that Joe Judge is the worst coach in the division. I, I like Mike McCarthy better, and Sirianni's a wild card. I would, I again, I think I would take Nick Sirianni over over Judge over Joe Judge if I had to pick between those two, just because I don't like Joe Judge, and who knows what Sirianni will be. So, and then Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones. I think that's honestly, I would take Jalen Hurts, but it's at the very worst a toss up, in my opinion. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would. Yeah, I would take Jalen Hurts. Right. So I, I think that just looking at the Giants, they have arguably the worst they have the worst lines, in my opinion, the worst quarterback, and then, you know, head coach we'll see. But I just I don't see anything appealing about this roster. Like I I would have liked the Eagles to sign Kenny Galladay. I think it would have been throwing money at a problem. But Kenny Galladay is not swinging my opinion on the division. You know, like you have to have fun other things in place before he's able to help you. And and I don't think the Giants have those things. Yeah, uh, look again. I, 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 as I search my soul for how I feel about the Giants and my negativity towards the Eagles not clouding it and saying, "Oh, well, I think the Eagles are worse," which I do. I still think the Eagles are coming in fourth place in this division, but I can't bring myself to take the over on seven. I lean, I lean under. Honestly, if I had to bet, I think it I'd pushes. Stay away. Yeah, I think it pushes. I think they're a seven and yeah. ten team. That would have been my guess coming into the season. Seven and ten. And the the number being seven is even telling. Cause like I think that the general narrative around the NFC East is like Cowboys, Giants, Washington are on the come up. The Eagles are terrible. Like, would you agree that's the general yeah, I think that's narrative? The general narrative, sure. And and the Cowboys are nine and a half. Washington's eight. Like seven is pretty low, I think, for the Giants. I think it does speak to where they they view that the Giants are a, definitely a class below the other two teams in the division. Yeah, I think that's a fair take. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the best bet of all of them. Here it is. The Six best and bet a half, the, the Eagles. Tell me why it's the best bet, Elliot. Because, all right. If you're listening to this pod, you've been an Eagles fan for probably a very long time, probably your whole life. And one thing that is consistently true with the Eagles, when people think they're going to be bad, they're good. When people think they're going to be good, they're bad. I went back and I looked over the, ever since Jeffrey Lurie bought the team. And we'll look at a smaller sample size in a little bit. But when since Jeffrey Lurie bought the team, when they're over under prior to the season is nine and a half or higher, like when people think this team is going to be good, they're six and seven. When it's seven and a half or lower, they're three and one. When it's eight and a half or lower, they're eight and two. Since Andy Reid left, when their over under win total is below eight and a half, they're five and zero oh on hitting the over. <laughs> this is a team. This is a team That's that work, thrives. Yeah, right. This is a team that <laughs> thrives on being the underdog. Like it's so true. So I'm looking at this, Ross. I'm looking at the team. Six and a half, right? I again, my favorite bet in the division. Like they are going to get over six and a half wins. Everything in the world went wrong for them last year. They won four games. They tied the other. And on a 17 game schedule, you know, who knows? Maybe that I think that would come out to like maybe five wins, right? So they just have to be two games better, two and a half games better. And they can do it. They can do it. When you look 
At the offensive line, I think there's an argument for them having the best offensive line in the division. At worst, they're number two behind Washington. There's an argument for them having the best defensive line in the division, but they're probably number two. Washington's number one. The quarterback situation, you know, we've talked about this, like Jalen Hurts in the upside. And who knows with Nick Sirianni, but in 2016, their over-under was six and a half with Doug Peterson as rookie head coach, and they hit the over with seven. Just barely, to be fair. Barely. Well, they still hit the over. I yeah, know. okay. Well, if I bet over under on 20, 21 and a half points and it hits 22, I still win, you know? So I, I, I think that the track record shows when the Eagles are supposed to be bad, they, they surprise people and that it's reflective in the fact that it's six and a half. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can't argue with the track record. Obviously, that is factual and, and looking at the years they're expected to be bad and what they did and all that. All I can go with is the fact that I think they're the worst they've ever been from an organizational standpoint in my lifetime. Like, you know, since since Rich, you know, the Rich Cotite days and, you know, since prior to Jeffrey, certainly in the Jeffrey Lurie era, this is the lowest I have ever felt as an Eagles fan about the team, the roster and their future. So that's why I look at this and say they're not winning seven games. Because I don't think they are. Again, we just did that exercise in our last pod going through and picking essentially the 22 best players. And you pick Quez Watkins was one of the players picked. I mean, that's how bad this roster is. This roster is so weak. Now, yes, the lines and the quarterback. Like, theoretically, could that lead them to seven wins or more? Absolutely. Like, the NFL's weird things happen. And really, if Jalen Hurts is awesome, that's a, a whole different story. Or just average. If he's average, they're not winning seven games, man. This roster's horrible. Jalen Hurts if being he's a awesome. Top, I'll, I'll make you a bet. If he's a top 16 quarterback. There's no way. Right? That, but how do we judge this? It's one of those, like, I don't. I hate Wait, QBR. I hate, I Q, you I hate that, though. You know I hate that stat. Like, And he's not going to be. Okay. If anything, like he's going to add value with his legs. That would be a bad bet for you because he's not going to be top 16 That's in pass rating, most That's likely. Fair. That's fair. But regardless, it's not, it's, it's not about – like, I just – I think this team – is flat out bad. I am not expecting Nick Sirianni to come in and be a great first year head coach. I think he needs time. Like I just I think there are too many things going against this team. Like I I would not only like I would absolutely bet the under. It's a low number. I think they're like a five and twelve team. Like that's what I expect them to do. My prediction as of right now and things can change is the Eagles are five and twelve this year. That's how I feel. So I went through all 17 of their opponents this morning and picked a win or loss for each. I'm going to offer this to you. I feel like you're going to say no. Do you want to go through each really quickly and say whether you think it's a win or loss? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy by that because I thought you'd say no. All right. At Atlanta. Loss. I agree. At Carolina. Loss. Okay. I have it as a win. At Dallas. Loss. All right. I have a, I have a loss as well. At Denver. Um... That sets a lot on the road in a row. Is that their third straight well, road this game? Is not their, this is not their schedule. Oh, this is just oh, their, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, so I'll give them a win in Denver. There's one. Okay, I had them as a win there, too. At Detroit. Um, Again, I so uh, actually, I'll give them a win in Detroit, but not in I think they win one of those two games. I don't know which one. I'll right. go, I'll go, Are you I'll, keeping track of how many wins, by the way? I'm at one win. Well, you have two now, because you no, didn't give them a win no, in Carolina. No, 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 I, 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 no, I, I gave them a loss in Carolina. Okay. All right. I think so they win one, one, win one of Denver time. and Detroit. One of those two. I don't know which one. Okay. So just keep a track of wins. You're mm-hmm. at one win. At the Giants. I think they lose in New York. Okay. At Las Vegas. Loss. At Washington. Let me guess what, what Loss. this one is. Okay. Uh, at the Jets. Win. So I have okay. two, so wins. two wins. All right. Home versus Dallas. 
Loss. Home versus the Giants. Win. That's three wins. So you're at three. Home versus New Orleans. Remember, they don't have Drew Brees anymore. Loss. And they beat them last year. Okay. Loss. All right. Home versus Tampa Bay. Loss. Home versus Kansas City. Loss. So their schedule was more difficult than I remember. I'm only at three wins. Five might be high. Yeah. All right. Uh, Home versus the Chargers. Loss. Oh. Justin Herbert coming and throw it all over the field on us. Home versus San Francisco. I mean, they're going to win one of these that I don't expect them to. So win against San Francisco. Yeah, and then they'll lose one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Home versus Washington. Loss. All right. So how many wins? So I had like four wins. So maybe I missed one. Okay. You know, that's how I feel, though. I really, I mean, maybe they win the New Orleans win. Maybe this. But like, there aren't that many that I would call toss up games, you know, like. You, you, the division so here, games here's then what I had: Detroit, Denver. I had, them, I had them beating Carolina, beating Denver, beating Detroit, beating the Jets, splitting with Dallas and New York, beating the Saints, beating the Chargers, beating the 49ers. God, that's a lot of wins, dude. That's crazy. I had them at eight wins. Yeah, eight wins. Oh my god! I'm telling you, this team is better than you think. You'll see. But All right, we're gonna find and I out. I also think you're. I also think you're overestimating some of these teams. Like Denver's not very good. Detroit's not very good. Carolina's. Okay, we'll see what we'll see what Sam Darnold is. It's nothing. It's not overestimating. I don't think those teams are any good. I think the Eagles are. You know how I think the Eagles are one of the five worst teams in football. Like, I know. Legitimately. And I going, yeah, and I think going through this, clearly you're leaning on the negative side, and I'm leaning on sure. the optimistic side. You know what yeah. I mean? So like all the 50-50 games, you're giving them losses, and I'm giving them wins. Like they beat the 49ers last year in San Francisco. So and they were terrible. I mean. I don't think you think they'll be worse than right. They're like going to they, get a win we don't expect. They're going to get a loss we don't expect. I think when it all evens yeah. out, I think they're much worse than they are good. Is where I come down. Yeah, I, I would bet the over of six and a half. But again, I don't think they're a ten win team. But I think they with seventeen games, I think they could win eight. Like again, they were everything went so poorly for them last year. I, I just can't imagine everything goes that poorly for them again. The only ca- wild card is. Like Nick Sirianni could be a disaster. Yeah, and, and so could, could really, so could Jalen Hurts. Yeah. We both like Jalen Hurts, but like he is far from a proven product. Like Jalen Hurts might not be a great NFL quarterback. That is absolutely a possibility. Like Hurts, Sirianni, both of those guys could suck. Like that is a possibility, yeah. Elliot. Let me ask you this, and this is we're probably getting into like larger topics. So just quickly, Jonathan Gannon. There, there's part of me that thinks a lot of teams wanted him. Like he is probably the most sought after commodity. I mean, maybe on the roster, honestly, when you consider like multiple teams wanted to hire him, nobody wanted Sirianni. Jalen Hurts was a second round pick. Like, does Jonathan Gannon, you know, sway well, you either that, way? That, like, no, are you, are you no, in? we'll see. Okay. I mean, like, I, let's put it this curious. way: I'm, I'm more excited about, I'm more hopeful about Jonathan Gannon than I'm about Sirianni. I, I, I agree with everything yeah. you said. I get all that stuff, but like, I don't. I mean, Jonathan Gannon's not moving the needle for me. Like, hopefully, he's great, and hopefully, that good defense. He's also a guy who's never been a defensive coordinator before. I mean, there are tons of guys yep. who are highly sought after for head coaching jobs. For I mean, Adam Gase was the very first guy hired in that Doug Peterson class, and then got another job after that. Chip Kelly. I mean, we see it all the time where sought after guys are are wrongly sought after, so to speak. Yeah. Well, Gase hasn't got another job. He's no, I'm a talking about. Disaster. I'm talking about. Yes, he got the Jets job after him, the Miami job. My point is, he was the when Doug oh, Peterson wow. was hired, that, he was no. The, didn't the Jets hire him? No, no, that, no, no. That cycle? No, 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 no. Wow, no. you're right. He was with the Dolphins. I you're know. Right. Wow. I know. I'm that right. feels like forever. I know. I know. He was the very wow. first coach hired. Remember the Eagles wanted him all that? No, nope. remember that? Yeah. 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 So I just for some reason thought that he took the Jets job. No. That time, yeah. But you're right. He's yeah. In the so it, it, 
pretty wild he got another job. It's I mean, they weren't as bad in Miami as they were in New York, but still unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. Okay. Look, I think this this is a nice illustration of why you're more positive on them and why I'm more negative. And look, I. As I said the other day with Sirianni, like, I hope you're right. Like, I don't care if I'm wrong. I don't care if people come back and play the thing, 12 wins or 11 wins, ha, 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 whatever. Awesome. I've never wanted to be wrong more in my life. I just I just don't see it this year. All right, I'm going to write these down. And last year, we didn't keep track of them. This year, I'm going to keep track. And we can change them. Obviously, these are not our final picks. Oh, yeah, for story. sure. For sure. All right, so maybe I won't write these down then. Because maybe we'll we'll do these close to the season and make our final picks. Love it. Yeah. But we'll make- overall, I'm on the over on the Eagles, the under on the Giants, the under on the Cowboys, and I guess I'd pick over on Washington. Yeah, I'm under oh, Washington, but I would not bet Giants or Washington. Yeah, I'm over Washington, under Eagles, and then I wouldn't bet Dallas or the Giants, but if I had to choose, I, I really, the Giants one, I really don't want to bet. I really don't. And if I had Agreed. to choose, I I guess I'd take, I guess I think the Cowboys get to 10 wins, but I don't feel great about it. So I really would not bet those two. For me, it's the Washington over and the Philly under, the two best bets. Yeah, my favorite bets ranked would be over Eagles, under Cowboys, over Washington, or no, oh, under Giants, over Washington. Yeah, I like it. Go place those bets. Park Casino Sportsbook app. Get some value. Look, you can get some value early on things, and then there are certain ones to wait yeah. for. And we'll dive in. We're going to go through all the divisions, all the over-unders coming up. And, of course, Saturday, 1-3 to three on WIP. Full mm. two hours, Elliot. We, 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 Can't unless wait. something happens, Elliot and I have already got a topic brewing. We got a good one. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a good one. I actually, I'll hold this, but I think that I'm going to be able to change your opinion on this one. Oh, so we'll Really? Oh, well, yeah. I can't. All right. Yeah. If that's not reason enough to tune in at 1 o'clock on WIP on Saturday, I don't know what is. And call in. 215-592-9494. Call us. Tell, tell the producer or podcast listener. We'll get you up to the top. All right, Elliot, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope, that's it. I'm going to go check the Masters website and see if my guy started to play yet. Do you need to take another shower? Or are you, you're good because you took the one? Well, so tonight. Um, so <laughs> okay, tonight, hold on. Great. So wait, this great question here. So this leads to the if you shower to go out earlier in the day and then come home and you're home, do you shower again? Is there double shower days? Almost always. Like, I guess it depends. <laughs> like, if I'm only home for an hour or so. But if I come home, get God. get changed into, like, comfortable clothes and relax and we go out again, I'm almost always showering again. <laughs> You're the best. I, can't I mean, it takes like four minutes. I just hop in. I'm you know, a quick shower like- guy too. I'm a quick shower guy too. I hate showers though. I mean, I take them every day, but like, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't like, oh, I can't wait to take a shower. Like my wife, Emily loves a shower. She'll get in there. The heat, yeah, all no. that. I don't. I'm like, this is like utility. I just want to get clean and get out. It's a so waste I of like time as far showers, as I'm concerned. But, but I will take quick ones if I need to. Okay. So tonight, and we're recording this, uh, you know, we're recording this on a Thursday. But um, tonight I'm doing a draft video with Joe DeCamera, and I'm almost positive he's going to be in his bathtub. So, oh, you know, buddy, I don't, I don't know if I need to shower for that, but we no, shall see. I would, I would not, I would not, I would not. You would not. All right, we'll see. <laughs> you bring the same energy Joe DeCamera is to the, to the video. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, check us out Saturday one to three on WIP, and of course we'll be back next week. Until then, he's Elliot James. We'll talk to you soon. 